Oh, it's a beautiful time of the year. The sky is blue. The temperatures are brisk. The leaves are about to fall. And you know what? College basketball practice has started. This is the most wonderful time of the year. That's Scott Ritchie, our award-winning beat writer. He'll tell you why he's so fired up about Brad Underwood's Illini in this week's podcast, Inside Illini Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Oh, good Monday morning, and it's really a good Monday morning. Scott Ritchie is strangely happy today. Usually he's kind of bummed. He's he's dour-looking. He's not looking forward to me insulting him for 25, 30 minutes. But today, that, that part's right. there's a hop in his step because you know what? It's the start of practice, college basketball practice. Immediately after this podcast, Inside Line Up Basketball, Scott Ritchie will leave me, Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, to go talk to somebody he likes, Brad Underwood. <laughs> I don't dislike you. No, but you know, the college basketball season is here. We talk about you know how you know it's really never ending and you know it's a 365 days a year you know type of sport now. But like practices start today. At least they can. Like teams don't have mm-hmm. to. You, just, you have like 40 days to get in. 20. I want to say like 26, 27 practices. Because you, know, you know we have to give them the you know, players you know day off or two here and there, but they don't have to start today. Illinois starting today, okay, and we're just you know, pushing forward to that uh, November seventh opener against everybody's favorite low major team, Eastern Illinois. Sure, uh, can't wait, can't believe practice has started. I rem- I'm old enough to remember when the start of practice was kind of a big deal. It was midnight madness. It was. Boxing rings at Huff Hall. It was uh, shindigs at at the Assembly Hall. Yeah, well, I actually uh, talked with Ken Brown about this, Illinois uh, SID, last week. And just used to be like Midnight Madness was a thing because you couldn't start practice until like midnight on this specific date. And everyone kind of made a big deal about it. Now it's like you can start whenever you want as long as you, you just have, you know, the set number of practices in that 40 day window. Like forty days, so it's and you know they did one. He's talking like, Bill Self's first year. It was at Huff, mm-hmm. and, where there are no more basketball like actual hoops anymore. They took those out, so can't do it there. But it was at Huff, and it was full, and uh, everybody thought it was great. And then I think the next year they went to uh, what was then Assembly Hall, and uh, maybe the same number of people showed up. And obviously that building's a little bit bigger than than Huff, and just didn't have the same kind of juice. 
but uh, I liked the creativity and like the one that I wasn't here for, but you know, saw pictures and read about was like when they did it on Green Street mm-hmm. at like an, an event. Yeah, um, and I don't know, something like that could be cool. And like I think the interest from the fan base, like people would show up. Sure, they would. Football attendance getting a tad bit better. We'll have something in this week's News Gazette print editions. Uh, where Illinois stacks up with teams with at least three wins. And uh, you saw it over the weekend. Tennessee had a striped-out, sold-out place, and the other uh, successful teams drawn a lot. Illinois doing a little better Thursday night. Tennessee, Chattanooga, you were there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk football, though, Scott Ritchie. Don't get started like you normally do. Here you are again. Yeah, my apologies for bringing up football. Oh, wait. Wait, did, did I do that? Richie is headed to Wisconsin, one of the more meaningful games uh, in quite a stretch this Saturday. Win that, Illinois uh, might just draw a crowd for Iowa and Minnesota coming to Memorial Stadium. But that's football again, Scott Richie. Yeah, gosh, why, why am I bringing that up? Let's stick to basketball. Uh, the many new players on Brad Underwood's team, uh, starting next week, we're going to uh, uh, ask Mr. Richie to tell uh, of each player's ceiling and basement since we don't know a lot about so many of these guys. Yeah, they, like most of the team. Yeah, are they going to be there today, or is this just Underwood? This When's just, the first chance they're going to uh, When are you going to get a crack at these guys? I have no idea. Hopefully soon. Um, you know, Big Ten Media Day is coming up in a couple weeks, so there will have you know, a few players there. There will be an on-campus media day as well, but I just – I mean, my thing, like, I just want to see them – practice okay well Play i together. saw a uh, mr goodman was in town and he appeared to uh, see, are there double standards here scott Ritchie? are the national media are they getting a, a look-see while old scott Ritchie and the local gang is getting locked Shout out, out of, of oven yes okay i didn't just it, checking there, there are different rules <laughs> uh, if you you can you know put like stadium or the athletic or okay. something national national behind yeah. your name uh the doors seem to open Scott Ritchie's going to get in there uh, by hook or by crook. I might just sneak in. Yeah. I mean, I ho- I'm hoping, you know, I, mean, I, I assume Ubbin probably has, like, the same biometric locks that the Smith Center does for football, okay. so that makes it tougher All right. to get in. You're a smart guy. You're an EIU grad, five yeah. years. S- somehow I need to get my fingerprints on their database <laughs> just for every building on campus. All right, again, Brad Underwood today uh, before Brett Bielma. Uh, so you'll be reading a lot, not only from Scott Ritchie, who writes every morning, 6 a.m. com, unique online-only content. But everybody's going to be writing the same thing. That's the problem. No offense to you. Yeah, I'll try to – I mean, I, I try to bring a unique flavor to it. But you know, when they put the head coach in front of us at a podium mm-hmm. and everybody's there uh, – Yep. Everybody hears everything else. All right. Else. I'm always interested to hear what uh, Brad Underwood has to say. He's a he's a non-cliche kind of guy. I appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, he gets like his degree you know, from mm-hmm. uh, Kansas State was in communications, and you know, he's done some other media. Yeah, he, during, when, when Illinois wasn't making the NCAA tournament, he was you know in the studio uh, for, I think, you know, TBS. Yep. So, yeah, he gets it. Yeah, he's, okay. he's good to work with. Basketball beat writers here at the University of Illinois uh, have been fairly lucky uh, as of recent times because the coaches usually have a personality and say things, not afraid of angering other people. Uh, Bruce Weber was good, said some off the wall, but was pretty honest and w- open. Had a funeral. Right. For, <laughs> for perhaps the greatest uh, soundbite of all time, Bill Self. 
who uh. who was wildly entertaining, yeah. but uh, the funeral kind of showed Bill Self's or uh, Bruce Weber's personality. Yeah, he just you know was gonna you know, that that era was dead, and it was you know <laughs> on to a new new day of, of Illinois basketball. John Gross, not so much, I would say. Well, John, terrifically nice guy, wasn't afraid of a cliche. It was the was what's the line from? Uh, God, I'm gonna just play Bull Durham. Got to know your cliches, and uh, John Gross knew him. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know where we're going with this. Control. At least it wasn't football, Scott Ritchie. And to that, I say thank you. You're welcome. All right, Scott Ritchie going to Madison this weekend. By the way, when? Yeah, I know you. You okay. mentioned that I know. football. All right, again. but your big game, big game for the Hill High Night. Bob Osmussen, one last football thing. You know, he's our, had a great talk with Barry Alvarez over the weekend. Fantastic. You know, because uh, Brett Bielema does not want to talk about his return, I'm guessing, to Wisconsin. So Barry Alvarez did. <laughs> longtime AD, longtime Wisconsin coach. Brett Bielema, comp, uh, close friend, right? Admitted he was hurt when Bielema left for Arkansas. Admitted he got over it. Admitted he helped him get the Illinois job. Loved yeah, the, it. The way you know, Barry tells it, like, he's the reason. Brett Bielman's the only That's coach, right. Essentially, because you know, he Josh Whitman called him about somebody else. He's like, "Well, maybe think about Brett." And yeah. then there you go. Back to basketball, Scott Ritchie. This is Inside Illini Basketball, the podcast. Yeah, one of us seems to be. Confused. Okay, understand you're working on your all Big Ten preseason team, which you have to submit pretty soon. We touched on this last week's podcast. Yeah. Understand you're highly frustrated. That's what Ed Bodden told me. He saw you stewing in the corner, throwing things. Breaking clipboards. Well, here's the thing. Like, I've got the team, like, the teams, the preseason poll, pretty well figured out. Cause I've been thinking about that for months. It's when it comes to, like, an all-Big Ten first team and second team of players, it's like, I don't know who to pick. Because there's, like, the last several years there have been, like, so, okay, these are clearly the top guys in the conference. There's no real doubt. And it made it easy. Um, not so much. This year, like, I mean, you look at all the stars of the last two years, even, they're basically all gone. Well, let's, for our uh, podcast audience, let's offer a refresher course. You're all Big Ten team. Your top five players uh, have, a, have a big guy from Michigan. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, there's... A big guy from Indiana. There's I'm two, just trying to help you. Though, those are like the two locks. Is Trace Jackson Davis from Indiana, Hunter Dickinson from Michigan. Okay. The, the other three? I, let it be anybody. Well, who are they, Scott Ritchie? You've you've thought about this. Spill the beans. So... Eureka term. <laughs> other places, too. <laughs> I, I've heard it maybe outside of Eureka. Um, <laughs> so... I've got Taryn Shannon on there. Okay. Just based on, good pick. I think he'll be good. I, but and that's kind of the thing. Is well, like, he was at Texas Tech. So yeah, and he'll have a bigger role. Okay. I think with this Illinois team, um, we'll see if he can fill that role. I mean, this is all hypothetical. We don't know. Um, I've got Chris Murray because you know I think everyone in Iowa is just hoping he's as good as his twin brother. And if you look at his per 40 numbers a year ago like they were actually really good and like he didn't play a huge role on that team mostly because 
his twin brother had among the highest usage rates <laughs> in college basketball and was a first team All-American and a top five pick. Uh, but I think you could see Chris Murray just sliding into a similar type of role for Iowa, whether he fills it as well as Keegan did, we'll see. But he only played 18 minutes a game last year. From a per 40 standpoint, though, he averaged 22 points and 9.5 rebounds. I don't think he's going to play 40 minutes, but you can kind of project out how good he might be. So there's four. And then, like, I feel like I need a guard, like one maybe. Okay. Big Ten's light on guards this year. I mean, that's sort of they've had some really good ones. I know a freshman at Illinois. You just want me to put Sky Clark on there? I, I, did I say that? I just said I know a freshman at Illinois. Yeah. You want me to put Sky Clark on there? I don't know. Um, <clears> right be now, bold. Right now, I have Michigan State's Tyson Walker. There's a wrong choice. I, All right, it let it me felt just, wrong when I did. Let me just tell you that. Let me let me go on. But like, I don't on a ledge and tell you what are you thinking, Richie? I mean, I guess, in theory, I don't need to put a guard on there because this is for um, the poll and the All Big Ten teams that the, the media do. Mm-hmm. And it could be any position. That was the directive from Adam Jardy at the Columbus Dispatch. So I might just not have any guard and just put another wing on there where you could see maybe a guy like, I mean, two on one players, maybe Matthew Meyer, maybe Jameson Battle from Minnesota. Um, it's just I'm a little worried about the Big Ten. I'm a little worried too. Now I'm a little worried about you, Scott Ritchie. No, <laughs> Ed is Ed has left the podcast booth to check with the medical side of our our operation to see if anybody's available. We're worried, Scott. I I mean, <laughs> I did I want to put Tyson Walker on there? Not really, but I mean. All right, we're, he did some things last year. We're, yeah, I did. We're at Tyson Walker. I, I don't know if I want to ask you for your second and third teams anymore. Well, it's only first and second. There's no no third team. I don't know Would, if that... I, I don't want to go to a third team. Don't make me do it. Um, it's. I mean, I could put one together, but it would just be sad. Okay. All right. I mean, like... Go ahead. Give me the second one. Just Jalen Pickett from Penn State. Who? See it. There's well, it shows who's the B writer here and who's not. He's he's good. Maybe okay. good steps sure. on a bad sure. team. Yeah, um, he's a, Matthew Meyer, James. Battle. Our kids were just talking about him. How, how good he was. Well, I just haven't watched <laughs> enough Penn State basketball. Clearly, no. Maybe I've watched too much. Um, Dante Scott from Maryland. I've heard of him at least. He's pretty good. There's a, there's a start. And then Clifford Omari or Omari. I can't. He's changed how he's pronounced his last name. I don't know what it is now, but from Rutgers. Had to get a Rutgers player on there. Watch me put Paul McCahey on there. Now you've done it. He's a, My goodness. Here I was thinking that this is the year Illinois ends its national title drought. Now it's there's no chance at all get out. I just... After seeing this of like, is the second team, Scott Ritchie. I players I've never heard of. Well, you would have if you... You really follow the conversation. What no like, name? The thing, of, the thing is, like, there's a lot of like just solid players in the Big Ten. Gene Katie is going on here. Yeah, like we, uh, Zach Eady on there. Like he's never played more than 20 minutes. Yeah, in he's season. pretty good. He's pretty tall. All right. Yeah, but he's gonna like. Can he play 
30, 20. I'm guessing he can play better than the guy from Rutgers you mentioned. Dude, Cliff would dunk all over him. Do you know Luke Goody, excuse me, is from Fort Wayne? I'm aware. Okay, just throwing that in there. Do you know his high school teammate might start at point guard for Purdue? Really? All right. Well, you know, uh, Matt Painter, I keep hearing that he's recruiting well, has been for some time. Am I hearing weird, wrong things? Um, well, he just uh, he follows the same kind of pattern every year. It's like get a couple guys from Indiana, get a seven footer from wherever you find seven footers. This his most recent ones from Sweden, um, and somehow they they all turn out to be just pretty okay. soft basketball players. All right. uh, but Fletcher Lawyer, um, younger brother of Foster Lawyer, your favorite Michigan yeah. State point guard. Um, who was where did he play last year? Davidson, yeah. Um, played with Luke Goody when Luke was a senior at Homestead. Um, put up really big numbers in his only Luke Goody list season. And Penn, Purdue needs a someone to okay. run their offense. Be curious about that. Uh, right now on HQ, uh, your Good Morning Atlanta Nation, you're kind of looking at all the Big Ten teams, right? Kind of a previewing them curious about Purdue and why they're not getting much more love. Well, just, they, that was this morning. They're I fifth. I, I'm just, I, can I say I'm curious? Well, there's some, I know no, you I'll don't. say it was fifth. Purdue was sixth. That was on yeah. Sunday. Um, I, know, I know you don't like Indiana much, the state. And as a as a Fort Wayne native, I, I take offense to that. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's question marks with this Purdue team. and Yeah, whatever. Real ones, like who's going to be the point guard? Like, is it going to be Fletcher Lawyer, a you know, true freshman? Um, because you know, the one transfer that they added, uh, David Jenkins from Utah, is kind of like Alfonso Plummer, like decent, sh- like not as good a shooter, but decent shooter, and not a point guard. Um, doesn't really create for you know anybody else too well, at least. And then the questions about Zach Eady is like. There's no Trevian Williams anymore, so like he's going to play twenty eight minutes a game or more probably. And like, can he? Just like, can he physically do it? Because um, he never has yet. All right, this is uh, clear that Purdue is not going to be on Scott Ritchie's AP Top Twenty Five preseason ballot, which is due pretty soon. I was uh, true. I had a question for you about the ballot. You all right there, Ed Bond? All right, Ed's had to work the morning show. He's working long hours these days. I want to make sure he's. Happy and healthy. But, Scott, uh, you know Bob Osmussen votes for our AP Top 25 football poll, and he's been taking some serious guff lately from uh, mainly Georgia fans. I think Some exclusive. Alabama fans. And apparently some that are fans of both. And right. that doesn't seem. Yeah, right. if you're Southerner, you know you don't know how you think. Yeah. That's, anyway, uh, he's had Ohio State number one on his uh, ballot throughout from day one. This weekend may have justified it uh, a little more than before. Anyway, in basketball, I was curious, when you hand in your ballot, what are the meanest fan bases out there that question your sanity on a regular basis? Well, when you mentioned you know, Purdue maybe not being on my ballot, um, and I'm not sure what fan, Purdue fans think about this team, but I, there's about four or five years ago, uh, Purdue fans were not... Uh, particularly kind mm-hmm. like, and I had Purdue ranked but just not as high as uh, they should have been and they questioned a lot of things about my character um, 
That was weird. That's when you stopped at the beef house and they were suddenly out of rolls. There might have been something tied into that. Yeah, that's when you stand up and walk out. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, like there was a collective effort, I think, on the Purdue fans' front to really come after me. It's more just like there's one fan here, one fan there. Okay. Nobody really mean no uh, Kansas faithful. Well, I mean, I, I think like every ballot I've ever done has probably had Kansas in the right. like, top eight. The neat thing about ballots now is uh, they tell you who voted for who and yeah, you can find out every trends, last detail about yeah, it. Where Scott Ritchie lives, what he had for dinner on Thursday night, things like that. I, I mean, appreciate the transparency. <laughs> I hope uh, my address isn't out there, but I... it was a whopper. <laughs> let, me, let me fill you in there. I haven't been to Burger King in oh, I love the Burger King decade. Um. No, it's. We'll see. I mean, I don't know that there'll be any fan base this year heading into the season that will take super offense to my my ballot. Hey, we're going to cut you off here in about five more minutes because I know you got to get over to uh, Memorial Stadium to talk to the basketball coach. That doesn't make any sense, but uh, that's okay. We're all good with that. You know, when you go to the football field to talk to the basketball coach, what player is going to get the most questions asked about? him today probably will be sky clark okay will be my guess guy that i recommended you put it on one of your all big 10 teams Is yeah. that 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 sky clark that's sky clark hmm. Hmm. and here's where some of the questions will come from it's like is sky clark got the the all clear from the on the medical front at the end of summer workout so it'll probably be you know, questions about that um maybe something about his friendship with Spider-Man as well. But I <laughs> I think there's a lot of potential in Sky Clark. I just I know nothing about him as like on the basketball court because you know, he didn't play most of his senior year. I just know that at one point he was a top 10 prospect. And like that is pretty good for Illinois if he can play to that level. Um, but it's either him, like probably, you know, some... Terrence Shannon questions, of course. Um, I would imagine there'll be some Zachary Perrine questions. You know, the, yeah. the French forward that is not coming this season. He's going to be playing out in uh, Bel Air, Kansas. Right. Um, Strange how maybe the player being discussed most is maybe your breakout guy. Probably won't get me. Coleman Hawkins kind of now in the shadows all of a sudden. Yeah, because, I mean, everything... New is like okay, shinier. Like Ty Rogers, also, Matthew Mayer, probably some Ty Dane Danger. A lot of the this could be a long news conference, is what I'm saying. I think he's only scheduled for 15 minutes. Not going to work. That's one Josh Whitman answer. That's one what it Josh is. Whitman introductory statement. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I'm going to probably need a little more time with Brad. All right, work on that, could you? Say you, I'm Scott Ritchie, dog on it. Award-winning beat writer in the News Gazette. Okay. All right. The only newspaper that still covers Illinois basketball. All of these things are true. Yeah. I guess what awards have I won? I'm sure. Best I'm something. Illinois basketball beat writer from Eureka, ever. Competition of one. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, sneak in some uh, recruiting news real quick. I heard you had some. So a couple visitors last week. Um, one uh, official visit, class of 2023 point guard, uh, Dre Gibbs Lawhorn. I was originally from Lafayette, Indiana. Uh, Lafayette. Whatever. Same thing. All right. We're not in France. We're it is in Indiana. A, it is buddy. a French name. Um, of course, he transferred out to a school in Utah, and then he transferred last year to Montverde Academy. Played behind, well, played with Sky Clark a little bit, at least. Um, would have been behind him if Sky was you know healthy. Um, committed to committed to Purdue. Was going to stay home uh, over the summer, and then changed his mind. Back open. Uh, Four star point guard. 6'1", so not the tallest of guards. Um, almost had a couple of those recently. Uh, ranked like top 75 in the class. Uh, so Illinois is moving along you know, in that, that recruitment, get the official. And then also had a class of 2025 guard, uh, Antonio Munoz from Whitney Young, took an unofficial visit. Um, a, lot of, a lot of talent in the state in that class. Those are now high school sophomores, um, so just kind of getting out, got out front in that one a year ago. I mean, offered him as a freshman, and you know, he kind of played sparingly you know, on that when young team that made it to state because um, they had a pretty junior senior heavy roster there with you know, AJ Casey and uh, Xavier Amos, Dale Davis doing most of the scoring. But uh, just two guys to keep an eye on, and you'd obviously Dre Gibbs Lahorn like now because. Class twenty twenty three recruit so has a decision coming, um, I think sometime during his this you know senior season at Montford. All right, good stuff as always, Scott Ritchie. I love you. All right, let's make that clear. Okay. All right, in fact, when the podcast's over, we will have a hug, big hug. Okay, like a bear hug. All right, before you go off, then I gotta let you go because you have work to do. Yeah. All right, great stuff as always. 6 a.m. every morning. Check it out at com. Scott Ritchie, we will talk to you next Monday.